0: Hey, it's V David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. One of the news items, uh, maybe not just a news item, but a major item out of this round of midterms elections is what happened in Florida, specifically what happened in Miami-Dade County. And what does this say about a state that was once considered a purple state? You saw the evolution, the the issues that were addressed and fixed since the 2000 elections with pregnant chads and hanging chads, a state that worked, uh, again, its legislature, and governor, but it's legislature, even before Governor DeSantis, that worked to fix the elections system. In Florida, a state that has been the benefit of better conservative policies that stayed open rather than shut down, that has better tax policy and continues to improve under the guidance of of a combined legislative body and a governor's mansion that sees a way forward for the residents. It's a roadmap for many other states and a lot of other people in other states are following the roadmap down to Florida. Corey Mills uh, won over Karen Green in District 7 in Florida, and once again a key flip for Republicans who are still, as of this moment, uh, one seat short of a majority in the House of Representatives. And, you know, this is... This is happening around the country. Not enough of them. I'll say that. But those key flips matter because the incumbency factor is a result of the demand from the voters. Representative Corey Mills, Congressman-elect Corey Mills, I guess we can put it that way, uh, Call joins me now. Uh, Corey, it just first of all, congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on today, David. So let's talk about the importance of what happened again with District 7 to lead to this and your win over Karen Green. Well, you know, I think that uh, obviously redistricting plays
1: a factor, but I think that it's also, you know, one, a referendum on the Biden presidency. And two, I think it's a very vocal uh, vote that we are not going to stand for the Marxist, perverse, ideological kind of um, indoctrination by the left. And I think that you know, when it really came down to it, you know, David, I'm only an R plus five, you know, on the generic ballot, they had us around winning by seven on our internal polls. We had it by like around nine and we ended up winning by almost 18 points. And what I actually heard from our non-party affiliations as well as for the Democrats is that we see you as a person of action. You know, not just my United States, you know, Army combat veteran service, not Just the fact that I went to Afghanistan and conducted one of the first successful overland rescues of Americans after Biden left thousands to die. But even during Hurricane Ian, I was still a candidate, and we were loading up 26-foot trucks to take to these civic centers for the consolidation point for people who are displaced, going out on a swamp buggy and trying to do actual rescues of people who were trapped in their houses as the water had not peaked yet, um, helping to deliver food, water, baby formula, baby food. You know, I didn't knock on people's doors and say, hey, what, who are you voting for and uh, what party are you? We're all – looking out for our community, our constituents, our district. And when it came to situations like this, people know that when the answer comes, I'm going to call.
0: Let's look at Central Florida from this perspective. And you tell me what your thoughts are on this. Uh, There's another race that I think uh, gives an indication of what voters want. And that is Val Demons versus Marco Rubio, another Central Florida candidate while running in a statewide race, obviously. So Central Florida, the I-4 corridor, uh, is that changing, again, part of that reddening of uh, Florida even more, like Miami-Dade, which also showed in its state voting, what's going on in Central Florida? Well, I think it's
1: the same thing in Central Florida is occurring in all the rest of Florida. I mean, for the first time, we've got over 300,000-plus more Republican registered than Democrats. You're seeing where a lot of people were voting with their feet as a result of the blue states' unconstitutional forced vaccinations, mandates, and lockdowns. You know, these are people who wanted to seek the freedom of Florida. They wanted to see exactly what Ron DeSantis has been doing, where Governor DeSantis now has, you know, in the state of Florida, we're number three in education in the country. You know, we have no state tax. We're number two on the lowest taxes in the in the, in the country. You know, there's a lot of great benefits to the state of Florida. And like we say, come to the free state of Florida. Just don't bring Democrat politics with you. Uh,
0: when you look at the next term ahead, and I I firmly believe that uh, there's not enough surprises to not have a Republican majority in the House of Representatives one seat away. Right now, you're a part of that win that was key to moving that number down the road. But when you you know, when you look at the next term and the next Congress, uh, your priorities, uh, one with respect to your district, and then with respect to national issues.
1: Well, I can say right now one of the main things I'm focused on is this term on helping us to secure our borders, helping to do things like 100 percent audits on Ukraine funding so the American taxpayers understand as stewards of their money, we're going to make sure it's allocated and going to the right places, making sure that we're not looking and, and helping the political imprisonment for the people of J6 who are wrongfully imprisoned, looking at the ideas of getting our inflationary spending under control, being the proper checks and balance, and also making sure that we help to support and defend not defund our men and women in blue so that we can get our criminality down you know people need to feel safe we need to stop the indoctrination of our schools and our military we need to start looking into how we um essentially take care of those who are unconstitutionally purged out of our military by returning their benefits giving them full honorable uh discharge status or allowing them to return to service and back pay I think there's a, there's a lot to do right now, but getting our nation back to an America First agenda is my top priority and something that I support within the conference.
0: Let's uh, add uh, another skill set, if you will, or experience that you have beyond your military service. Uh, you, you know, you've worked uh, with the State Department and other agencies in the Middle East, the Afghan conflict, the the Iraq conflict. And you're about to go, you know, once again into that fray where those areas matter. Uh, we saw the, as you mentioned, the It's just a disgusting withdrawal uh, or, frankly, exit from Afghanistan, which beyond the horrific images, uh, you know, our 13 uh, dead at the gate uh, and so much more, is also a policy failure. So, you know, looking at that and what needs to be done in Congress and what can be done, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, first off,
1: we need to acknowledge the fact that the Biden administration put political optics over military strategy and safety of Americans. They put the idea of trying to withdraw by September 11th on a, on a date as opposed to trying to make sure that everyone was out safely. They actually handed over a strategic thing that we had fought and, and, and built out in Boghamm air Base that could have housed forty thousand plus people to do proper vetting as opposed to this what they consider to be a, a successful airlift that had eighty three percent of the you know aircraft, not even with vetted individuals or SIVs or people who had a p two and, and actually supported the american uh, uh, Campaign, And so, you know, we have to look at the fact that why is Lloyd Austin, why is Secretary Blinken, why is General McKenzie and all the others not sitting before a committee right now asking why is your uh, uh, strategic failures led to 13 brave heroes to die and create gold star families? Why are you not answering to the other Americans, probably two and a half dozen on on is what we've estimated right now on the other side of Abbey Gate, who are blue passport holding Americans who also perished? Why are you not announcing this to the American people? Why are you not announcing the fact that when you took over Kaya? You actually shut down commercial flights and are actually part of the reason that Americans were trapped because a lot of them had returned flights home on Cam Air to Dubai, onto Emirates and to other airlines that you shut down when you decided to shut down Bagram and take over HKIA. Why did you allow the Taliban to take over and release 40,000 terrorists and some of the worst criminals out of the Bagram Detention Center because you chose to hand this off with no actual security and protection. There's so much going on right now to include the $86 billion that Biden left to now have the most well-equipped, well-armed uh, terrorist groups in the world with American uh, stuff from ISIS, Khorasan to Haqqani Network to the Taliban. There's so much going on that people need to be held accountable. And I think that's what this Uh, election really was about was Americans elected conservatives into office to
0: hold those accountable for all of the atrocities that we have seen over the last 22 months. My guest Corey Mills uh, from Florida's seventh district. Uh, you know, going forward, uh, there's a lot of work to be done in the House of Representatives, and one of the concerns, Corey, uh, we, I think you and I have probably talked about this before, and certainly voiced by patriot by the patriot audience, is the leadership or at times lack of it, and the will to fight, right? You know, you come from that environment. You understand, as I I know, the warfighter and the leadership in Congress has been lacking. You don't win every fight, but... How you fight, how you engage in the fight, is a question many ask about Kevin McCarthy, who's expected to be the next speaker and other leadership uh, positions in the House. So, as a, as a someone going into this fray, and you know, once you get past freshman week and all the other things that happen in January, uh, how do you challenge the system? if you're willing. And what about getting closer to regular order? Well, first off, let me just say there's been a complete crisis of leadership
1: across the nation when it comes to elected officials in office. That's part of the reason that I kind of threw my hat in the ring was because I don't believe in compromising or giving an inch. You know, we now have the majority as a Republican Party. We need to not just go ahead and celebrate have dinners and say oh congratulations to us by this thin and very narrow margin we now have to do something with it and we can't compromise our values at any point in time but we need to basically hold every one of the Democrats who abused their power we need to hold them accountable and make sure that we do the same. We need to take off the kitty gloves. We need to start actually fighting, which is what the American people has asked for. And I can tell you right now, I will not be honest. I will not be, you know, the other day when they were talking about leadership questions, the first thing, you know, a lot of freshmen don't get up and ask questions at the mic. It's usually senior members who are questioning leadership. I went right to the mic, and the first thing I said was, which was to uh, Representative Steve Scalise, who I really think is a, a fantastic leader, and he, you know, he's a great guy. And I said... Bottom line: Will you support a 100% audit on all funds that was sent to Ukraine to ensure that the American taxpayers' money was not just wasted the entire time? And also note that I will not vote continue funding for Ukraine because it's not a kinetic warfare and it's economic resource. And I went into the geopolitical reasoning behind it. I'm not going to be silenced, David. And my whole thing is is that my, you know, I, I'm not elected by the party. I'm elected by the people. You know, I am the one who has been requesting that stock trade be banned i've been asking for the fact that you know we need to start actually understanding that we fight for the people not for the party i mean this these these are basic conservative principles that every patriot understands and look everyone wants to call themselves a patriot david my definition on patriot and politicians real clear politicians are only looking two to four years in the future and what sound bites will actually help them to get reelected. patriots are thinking about the next generation and what type of country we leave behind That's what matters to me is making sure that my children, my future grandchildren, and the unborn are protected, safer, more prosperous, and more opportunities. I'm a kid who came from a socioeconomic class just above the poverty line. We are about equal opportunity, not equal outcome. That's the greatness of America, and I want to see American exceptionalism return once again.
0: Corey Mills, Florida's 7th District Representative. Corey Good for you, man. You, I remember what months and months ago we met at an event, and you talked about what you were going to do. You've done it. You've got a big battle ahead of you, though. You're just about to uh, land on that beachhead. You know what? We've got. You know, when we first started this process,
1: there was 17 percent of Congress that was made up of military veterans. We now have one of the largest military veteran classes. With folks like myself, multiple combat veterans who are in here, Navy SEALs that are in here, uh, Marines, Navy, Army, Air Force. And I can tell you right now that all of us, when we swore that oath in uniform, just because we took that uniform off doesn't mean that our oath expired. We're getting ready to take that oath again in the same exact fight and same tenacity and same desire to go ahead and protect those on the left and right, which is now the American people. We're going to take that exact same fight right here to Congress, regardless of our freshman, sophomore, or seniority status within the call of Congress.
0: Corey Mills, Florida's 7th District. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, David. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.